This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You've seen her fly, now watch her move to a brand new network. The CW has a new hero when Supergirl lands October 10th. It's the season two premiere of the show critics call Pure Blissful Fun. This season, the Man of Steel will finally be revealed. Supergirl's Melissa Benoist teams up with Tyler Hoechlin, the newest Superman in the DC Universe. It's a superhuman family reunion when these Kryptonian cousins join forces in the fight for justice. And if you're wondering if the next president will be a woman, we have your answer. Because Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, guest stars as Supergirl's commander-in-chief. Even though Supergirl has her hands full fighting evil full-time, Kara Danvers is facing changes as challenges of her own. She knows what it takes to be a hero, but Kara is trying to figure out how to fit in with the human race while taking on a new job, new friends, and a new love who's out of this world. An evil corporate empire will rise that bears the name of an age-old nemesis, Luthor. Supergirl and Superman come face-to-face with Lex Luthor's next of kin, Lillian and Lena. And as you might suspect, the Luther family shares a passion for power that can only be satisfied by a different kind of green. Kryptonite. Supergirl. All new episodes every Monday, now only on The CW. A first look at Mera, a brand new look at Aquaman, Wonder Woman's gonna be optimistic, and the Justice League is wrapped, y'all! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks, DC Movie News. Oh, oh hey. I was waiting for some cool old school music. We didn't I, have it. What happened? What I'm sorry. I was, dude, everything was so loud in my ears. I was Did trying to turn it down. Are you hurting, Adam? It's, Welcome, everyone, to the DC that? Movie News show. Oh, my God, am I killing your ears? You're like, it's like in Man of Steel when Clark is first, like, getting yeah. his powers in school. I have that oh, effect. It's too much, Mom. Now? It's too much, Johnny. Now? Well, now I, now I can, that's me. I can't Shut it out. Is it now better? Learn to shut it out, yes. I'm focusing on the sound of Mikey Christmas's voice. All right, so listen to this. Listen to this. How's this? I'm just listening to Mikey Christmas. Better? Yeah. Better. I'm with it now. Right there? I can use okay, my powers now. Now right. I will say welcome to the DC Movie News Show right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We're at DC Movies SK, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Let's get to the intros. I'm Johnny LaQuasto. Find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at JQuasto. That man right there wearing the sweet Justice League Appetite for Justice Guns N' Roses style t-shirt he's the host of man versus child on the fyi network as well as fx movie download on fx and he's the first mocker for doghouse restaurants find him on twitter adam gertler he's what's adam what's up what's up johnny thank you very much yes steven designs things is the is is the guy on twitter s design things is his twitter handle and he made this shirt that's amazing and i saw this shirt and i was like that's so cool and he's like oh you can go here and get it and within six days i'm wearing the shirt yes. What is the world we live in now? I just saw, like, yeah, you were posting that. Uh, another buddy of mine was posting online. Just the design, and then, like, a day it became a t-shirt, and now here it is. Five days later, it was you got like a shirt. It like, 28 bucks or whatever. I mean, I didn't, like, it just showed up. Now, does he only design, uh, you know, DC? No, he, he just... said, and I quote, Steven, who designs things, my most anticipated movie and my favorite album cover. And I do that because I design things. Hey. Wow. And that's what he did. So his website probably has a plethora of. I don't even. I, mean, I don't even know what goes on. I don't know if it's his website or you just throw a design. I get the feeling because he makes the design, and then you could choose the style of shirt or the thing. So I feel like there's a mother hub of a site. So you could that you could put your design a, yeah, in, and then and you could get it on whatever you want. You can get on a hat. You can get on a pair of silk panties, perhaps. You could have went deep V. Silk panties. I, I could have gone deep V or Raglan or or what have you. So. What a what a cool cool world it is. Uh, I also just want to say that uh, I spent the weekend in the desert with the old people uh, at the desert trip. 
Uh, and it was freaking awesome. What's the desert trip? It was the big old cello festival with Bob Dylan and Rolling Stones. Oh, okay. Like the dust scarf you were wearing. Yeah, I was kind of like a bandit on the first night. I was dressed in all black in my black on black stone shirt. Oh my god, making the boys kill it! And it was in uh, Burning. Where was it? Uh, where was it? At the Coachella. It was at the Coachella. Yeah, in Indio. Okay. Hey, that's where I was a couple weeks ago for a bachelor party. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's hot. I went to hot. see Childish oh, yeah. Gambino out there, like, last month. But okay. it wasn't quite Coachella. It was, what the hell is it called? He created his own music festival, essentially. Oh, but 29 Palms, way. Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree, that's where I was. Indian Wells. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, happy to be here talking D.C. Not a ton of movie news this week. No, but, But you know, TV's been good. The three of us, we got Roxy, uh, you know. Sausage Fest. She'll be, yeah, Sausage Fest, but Roxy will be uh, here via video in just a little bit. Special so appearance, cool. yeah, special video of Roxy later on. She's on set filming. But next to Adam Gertler, he is a very talented actor and a DC encyclopedia. Find him on Twitter at Mike Kalinowski. He's Mikey Christmas. Good, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Yeah, it's not yeah. morning. Good yeah, afternoon. Not anymore. It yeah. certainly is. It all blends together. I'm working a lot of nights lately, so it's all yeah. blended together. A lot of long hours. Yep. Uh, and also, speaking of t-shirts, I'm actually, shout out to Invaders Clothing. You can find them at Invaders Clothing. They gave me this sweet tee right here. Uh, they just said... Who is that? Like an octopus? One-eyed octopus? It's, it's an alien. They're a paranormal-based oh, okay. clothing company. Uh, that, <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> yeah, and they, so they hit me up. They said, hey, right. we see you doing paranormal stuff. I'm like, yep. Do you want some clothing? I said, yep. Nice. So invadersclothing.com, they're really good, and the clothing is super fun. Uh, they have aliens and all types of wacky stuff. So it's very futuristic and spacey, okay. which is great. Not Kevin, but spacey. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Wonder Woman... A lot of Wonder Woman this week. If we have any movie talk, it's about Wonder Woman, which is a wonderful thing. Hell, we're only four months from it? No. No, five months. No. No. Wait. Eight. It's June. It's coming out in June, man. So eight. I can't. Six? I lose track of what time of year it is. I'm sorry, Justice yeah, League is months. Justice League is March. Wonder Woman. No. What? No. 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 Where, Justice where are my League dates? is a year from now. I'm all messed up. What's the Wonder, fr- Wonder Woman is eight months away. Justice League is a year. Yeah, Justice League is uh, in, uh, what, November, right? For some reason, I kept thinking we had something in March. Johnny LaCosto having a stroke live on the show. Wow. He's on the aliens right now. He lurked through that well. Do you smell toast? Sleep enough. Do you smell burning toast at all? I'm really good good about dates, and I just totally blanked on everything. I was thinking uh, BVS was March, and I'm thinking we had something Ah. in March. BVS opened already. Uh, You're aware of that. I've heard of it. That did come out. Yeah, financial success. Okay, so one. <laughs> Screen Rant has an article here saying We're your source for the news, people. Yeah. We got the facts. We got it. June second, twenty seventeen. Thank you very much, Scott Patterson. I think Johnny just got the uh the year mixed up. The flash comes out in March twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, he was totally Thank talking you. about the, the flash talking about. Yeah. That's Zach on the ones and twos. Zach Wilson, everybody. Uh, so Wonder Woman's going to be more optimistic than BVS. We've got a couple quotes here. Deborah Snyder said Wonder Woman is very different in tone and style than BVS or Suicide Squad. And Diane Nelson, who's the president of DC Entertainment, said there's a misconception that DC or Warner Brothers have made a conscious decision for all of our movies to be darker or edgier. That is not the case. Uh, yeah. Getting out there ahead of it. Yeah, I like that. Nice. Yeah, there, clearly this is a lot of rhetoric that's going on. They've been... Beating this into our heads now. They know what they want to do. They want to get but, made, they want to get ahead of the conversation. But Terrio, before even BBS came out, he had said Justice League is going to be lighter. They were ahead of it. Yeah, know? no, they but they were ahead of it like I think before BBS even opened. Right. Like once they started showing it to the people, but now they, they started to form like, what the rhetoric know, would yeah. be. Um I think it's really interesting, and I know you had it written in another item, but it all is part of the same story when when Gal herself was talking about the tone of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um and then you know they're 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 hitting this home that her idea is like it's it doesn't seem like it's going to focus on her being her warrior her her fighting like how she comes to fight but really what her mission is and her mission is is justice for people in the world to bring peace and love to the world she's not attached to um the ideals of themiscara or a particular nation yep. it seems like they're building you know mm. the, the tone is going to be very different than bbs or suicide squad and that wonder woman's mission is about love um, a hopeful optimistic leader and actually gal gadot uh had some really great quotes this week a lot of people were I forget what the interview was, but she I have exact quotes here just about Wonder Woman in general, if we want to get into it. Yeah, um, she said uh, for her it was very important not just to portray her as a goddess, goddess, but to tell a a simple story of someone who believes in good and believes that people should be happy and live safe, safe, happy lives. 
we cared a lot about simplifying Wonder Woman's agenda because it is simple. Because it is simple. Mm-hmm. It was her heart that we cared about. Not her being the warrior. Not her being this warrior. When you tell a story from the heart, all of us can relate because all of us want to live in a safe, quiet, and peaceful world. Well... Not me. I like chaos. Yeah. She knew exactly how she wanted to tell her story. I think referring to Patty Jenkins now, the director. Yeah, that sounds like um, it. And she knew exactly what she wanted to get. She's brilliant and smart and passionate. Mm-hmm. So that is their approach to Wonder Woman. What do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Like, I think it's great. I, I'm seeing in the chat roll right here, a lot of people are talking about how brutal World War I was. And I yep. think that that is a great juxtaposition between this woman coming to our world and seeing... This is man's world. I, yeah. We need to change this. Yeah. She's and it also she, leads to the fact of why she's hidden in BVS. Like, right. Think of what we've gone through since World War One to now. Just as a society, as a, the world, we've become a crappy place. Well, but you have a good point, though, because it'll be interesting to see wh- what brings her out in World War One that right. makes her have to come to the world of men. Oh, I think it's fight in the world to America. Okay. So she participates, and then whatever happens, happens, and right. then she's not compelled to go out into the world and defend and fight for justice again mm-hmm. f- until BVS, which means she misses out on on, uh, on World, World War II. Or does she? Or are they planning more films with Wonder Woman to take place, World War II? Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? Because that's the only other but war great... I could see her being a part of. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't see her getting in the Vietnam War because nobody really Ugh. agreed with that war. No, no one's touching that one. No. You know, but I could. But World War II, I mean, Hitler's a, 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 as big a bad as you get. But, yeah. then, are, but then are they going to... It's like the whole... Um, uh, what's the, uh, the... Jesus. The word I'm looking for. Uh, Planet um, of the Apes. No, uh... <laughs> In, in, uh, Valkyrie. Bigger than a bread box. No, no, yes. no. The- <laughs> uh, Captain EO with Michael Jackson? No, the Marvel uh, the Marvel aspect of uh, the, the Nazis in the Marvel films. Uh, Hydra. Well, Hydra. Hydra, thank you very much. Yeah. Do you think they would want to touch World War II because they've already kind of established... I think that's why they distanced themselves from World War II. Uh, yeah, I totally agree because they have a very Captain similar America. kind of feel they and do. they're star-spangled and all that stuff. Yes, that's um, a very similar but, but from the narrative point of view, she's driven... You know, to defend, you know, justice because there's such injustice going on in her mind. Um, I mean, the comments themselves are, are pretty safe. You know, she sure. even says safe and peaceful and quiet. So it's it's interesting. I don't, I'm trying to really get, like, what is the meat of what they're trying to say? Like, it, it's, it sounds to me like she's saying this is going to be a straightforward story. It's not going to try to challenge you like... BVS did like they want to just tell a good solid story yeah. with heart and action. That's what I get from this. Well, I can give you some meat if uh, you want to talk about some sensuality. Talk to okay. Well, they did ask her about Wonder Woman being bisexual in the recent uh, comments saying that she in fact was bisexual. The character always was. She said it's not something we've explored. It never came to the table. But when you talk theoretically about all the women and how many years she was there, then what he said makes sense in this movie. She does not experience any bisexual relationships, but it's not about that. She's a woman who loves people for who they are. She can be bisexual. She loves people for their hearts. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny that Gail Gadot is commenting on what uh, Greg Rucka is saying. Exactly. Right. Um, But, you know... They were making this movie before he came out with those comments, and all this does is just solidify the fact that he was not saying something in response to the approach that they were taking cinematically. No, someone someone brought it. It's not something they touched. Now, do you think that there will be romantic love between Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman, or do you think they're going to make them more partners and keep it? um, I think there will keep it platonic. I don't know. We haven't seen any hints that there is. There's a dancing together and stuff, but. It's, I don't know. I don't, you know. I, I I mean, I tend to think that we will soon see some kind of romance between the two of them. Yep. I also kind of think that we might see a Themyscira where she's discouraged from going out into the world of men, where she's always been told she she should not go out into the world of right. men. And, that it's, and they don't do it, and they have their own peaceful society there. Um, right. And then she she breaks that open. So I'm excited to see what causes her to do that. Well, like you said, Steve Trevor washes up on shore and she's like, what is this? Yeah. Great, great You're comment. Man. You're a man. <laughs> He's got pieces that I haven't seen before. And I don't know if I like this. I'm curious. I'd like to try maybe, but maybe who knows? What's that comment? Good comment by Peace Stonehand in chat roll saying, in Zack Snyder's world, she'd be a bisexual. Okay. Okay. I mean, I know we talked a little bit about this last week, but I don't think I've ever thought of her as just being straight. I've always thought she was just kind of where her heart led her. That's where she went. 
Mm. You know I've what? I always felt that. I don't know why if it's just... And I'm not a big Wonder Woman comic reader. I disagree. I mean, not, not disagree, but I, I always saw her as straight. I'll be honest. just because, okay. uh, you know, my I biggest never... Wonder Woman exposure was really like the, the TV show with Linda Carter. So it was never anything like a really question. But, you know, with Ruckus comments was... and then with more recent storylines, yeah, I'm glad that's something that they've played on. Because, you know why it's important that I think that they address this with Wonder Woman? Because she's a major character. Yeah. Because you're not tucking it into like North Star... Right. An alpha fight or yeah. the eighth Green Lantern down the line. It's Wonder Woman. Like you want to make a statement huge ab- about sexuality. You want to be as well. Uh, you want to be as, as well rounded as possible as far as a character goes. And if yeah. that happens to be something that she is, then hey, bring it out. Exactly. I mean, like short of a gay Batman, this is as big as you're going to get. <laughs> Good point. Well, speaking and we of, already know that there's been speculation for years about him and his wards and things like that. We don't need to go there. Well, speaking of bringing things out, we have a first look at Mara Amber Heard. Wow, what a knockout. Let's check her out. At this oh point, God, everyone watching great. this show has already seen it. But yeah, that is her, and good Lord Almighty. Uh, what do we say on it? I, I think it looks great. <laughs> her and Aquaman make a lovely, I, I think, lovely... I haven't really had a problem with any costumes yet. You no. know what I mean? Like, any problems not, I've had... Is it Michael Wilkinson? Is it Wilkinson? Yeah, that does the costume. The costume, Wilkinson. I mean, it looks, it looks very in line with what we've seen Aquaman looks like. I was very surprised that they went with the full headdress like that. Oh, yeah? Like, I didn't know if they would go for that, but they did. And, and, and what's great is Clay Enos took this picture, and online, you know, it's like, ah, oh, can we get some color in the DC Universe? And he goes, guys, this was on set. I just took it. Is Sun this was an, going down. Is this in Italy, you think? So, wait, this isn't this one is of the Zack Snyder pictures? Where they were shooting? Zach, I think, released it, but Clay Enos shot it. Okay, because Zach always re- is very careful right. to release but his this pictures. Is, I think this is in Iceland where they're filming, because her... Momoa and Snyder and the team were up there. So I think he said this was... Dusk was happening. Sun was setting. You know, it was just a great shot of her. Do you think that they're going to show Atlanteans, like, in some kind of enclosure underneath? Do you think it's going to be a city that lives under in the ocean, but they're going to be dry? One of my best friends is a huge Aquaman fan, and we have gone at length to how are they going to do Atlantis? Right. Is it going to be like Phantom Menace, where they go through kind of a gelatinous doorway into... An air breathing word, yeah. Or is they are they going to be breathing water? Yeah. Oh, you talking about the Gungan city? Yeah. Okay. Where they mm. went into, you know, it was kind of like a gel membrane that closed behind them as they walked into underwater area. But I have no clue. There was some talk on how the Atlanteans are going to talk, and they said they're going to do some reverb with their vocals, kind of like how dolphins and they have that sonar. So their voice when they talk will not just be wow. like we talk. There'll be kind of a reverb to it. Because they're underwater, and I think that's just a little add to it. But I have no clue how they're going to handle it's, Atlantis. It's not the I easiest thing know. in the. It's not easy to do. Because they haven't really seen anything. I like think this? the way I, I'm thinking, you're right. I think it's going to be an enclosure. It's going to be a city that exists underwater. But I think that they can all breathe, and I hope that they don't. Have them talking too much like this. No, I think they're just going to Mira, just... I've got to go fight with this guy, Bruce Wayne. Are they merman all of a sudden? From he He heard me coming on the king tide. Is Chewbacca in the film? I gave the people fish. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think they're going to do that. I, and I hope they don't try to have them talking underwater like that. No, no. I think... Because I think at one point... The league might be down in Atlantis. So you've got... you. I don't think you're going to have Batman with a rebreather on his helmet. You know, it's... But they've done it in the comics, so... Um, I think Batman will go down there with the rebreather eventually, and then he'll take it off and he'll be like, wow, I can breathe under you? That, like, what's going that's on? That's what I'm saying. It'll be an, an air environment. Um, I don't think Amber Heard's going to be in Justice League too much either. I think it's going to be uh, his be, side she's story. She's going to be a Commissioner Gordon part. Yeah, she's yeah, going to be right? like, I got the kingdom right now, and uh, you go help those people. But we do know there's scenes down there, because there's her, there's Valku, which Willem Dafoe, so... Do you think... Okay, so do you think he tells... Batman to go F himself, right? And then it's going to be like when he confronts Mira and she's going to be the one that'd be like, maybe you should go back and talk to this man. For our son, for our world. Because he's going to be like, I'm not fighting with you people because he has a past and he he now distrusts his human side. He despises his human side and he's totally embracing his Atlantean side. I wonder if he's going to have history with Wonder Woman. Because we talk about the mother boxes where one was the Atlanteans, one was the the Amazons and the one with the humans, right? Huh. Is that what they're saying? The th- I don't know where the third one comes I from. I think maybe their ancestors know of each other and they okay. they don't know each other personally, maybe. Right. Because I don't think Arthur Curry is going to be like hundreds of years no, old like I Wonder Woman. I agree on that one, yeah. I think he's just, we're going to find him at the point Do where he's accepted. Do you mutual respect between them, though? Where he's like, you know, your highness. You know, where he, he knows who she is and she knows who he is. 
I don't know. We That's a, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I do think there will be a respect. It's going to be great to watch them fight on screen. Um, we also yeah. got a new look at Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Uh, he is. Was this like his last picture on set? Right, I, think. I believe so. Well, there's there's one with him and Snyder that we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just God, Jesus. That's an intimidating individual. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, not, I don't think we need more to say on this guy. Nope. No. Did we Did we look at the video again? Were we going to look at the Justice League rap video again that we actually got? This I think week? we should. I think we all should watch it together and enjoy. So it. Snyder. Put on his best face and thanked everybody for for their initial rapping on uh, yep. on uh, on production, our initial reaction. He put out an awesome video mm-hmm. that had some sound, which we've all seen a lot. But I mean, it was a slow news week. I think we should watch it again together. All right. Might as well do it because it was so awesome. But uh, yeah, so here we go. Let's take a look. Justice League. There is a stranger. Comes to this village from the sea. The accountant himself. In the winter, when people are hungry, brings fish. Oops, go see the Comes on the king tide. That was last night. So. <laughs> Talk. Talk. Those the shark eyes. Oh my so god. <laughs> you were saying about. Frank Miller-esque. Okay, so when you see this position here, when you see the whole Justice League and the Flash's oh, arms right are out of the side, yeah, that's the amazing. Uh, there's a quick shot where you get the Justice League, and I thought the shoulders of the Flash uh-huh. really remind me of the way that Frank Miller in Dark Knight Strikes Again, maybe it was, okay. did the, you know did did that art. Like, the Good shoulders kind of look a, wow, what is he crawling? Look at this guy. Dude, look Cyborg's at, a beast. God, Ray Fisher's a monster. Yeah, Ray Fisher's been doing nothing but working no. out since he was cast. Seriously. It really does look good. This, if this doesn't get you excited, you're dead inside. Okay, there, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right there. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that pose saying. looks like a Dark Knight Strikes Again yeah, I got or, you. or, or, or whichever iteration. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was something about seeing those shoulders, and now I'm like, it, the Flash costume is growing on me quite a bit. I'm really yeah, excited yeah. to see... It in full action. I think you're, you're. I think you're probably right. Ray Fisher has been doing nothing but working out no. and eating chicken breast and protein <laughs> shakes. Just downing it. You yes. You like do. he was already in good shape, but good God Almighty, it's out of hand. Which is funny because in that shot right there, in the shot in the elevator, he's just wearing like a, a motion capture suit. There's so. a shot. Someone took this shot that we see on the screen right now. Them in the elevator, and if you zoom in on Ezra's face, he's like this. He's like. Because he's coming down to the back here. Can yeah. you imagine that kid? He's like, oh, what is this? Yeah. I like what he's so, doing. I think that's a great, that's an awesome shot to see. That's one of my, always my favorite movements in the comics. There was, Brian Hitch did a series of Justice League, and whenever the League is in the back cave to me, that, I love those scenes in the comics. They're just such, so well done, because he's in his environment, everyone else is kind of around him, like, what is going on here? Why is there a giant dinosaur? What's with the giant penny? Mm-hmm. This is so. really weird. Now, let me ask you this: like initially, it was supposed to be a Justice League movie in in uh, in seventeen, and then another one in nineteen, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. do you think I, they're I'm... still going to keep to that schedule? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You would almost because like... WB today or was it yesterday just announced two dates for films? Yes, they didn't say Justice League. Right. They didn't right. say DC films. They said two event films. People are thinking it's either the Batman, Godzilla. Right. Or what was the third one? A Fantastic Beasts. Godzilla is supposed sequel. to be in 19? They, they, those are the three that people were throwing out. And then there. King Kong the versus Godzilla in 20. Side Batman note, it's not DC related, but did you see the Kong Skull Island poster yeah. under yeah. the blacklight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big Godzilla fan, so that was all. That got my nerd chops happy. I, I know nerd a dude chops. who has. My every, nerd chops were exciting. I know a guy who has every Godzilla figure ever made in history. Oh, I want to watch them. He has an entire mm. bookshelf uh. filled with Godzilla figures. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a Hilarious. There's a guy wearing a Lucha Underground hoodie. <laughs> right. Oh. That's fantastic. All right. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, Gal Gadot, she's been really good with the media all week. There's another article about how she's explaining how Wonder Woman's different. We already got to it, but she's just been really charming and great with the media, which is awesome. Um, Adam West is not really thrilled with a darker Batman. He doesn't like his Dark Knight too dark. Okay. He says, enough violence. Let the Wait, should I try and do an Adam West? Yeah, go for it. Can you? Let's go for it. Enough violence. Let the costume work for you, Robin. Put a little humor into it. I didn't... I just had the wrong... No violence, Robin. I think it's about time to relieve. Relieve all that kind of attitude of vengeance, and I can't take it anymore. I'm going home, and I'm going to suck 
my thumb. Why? Is that his actual quote? Yes. Why does the dark night have to be so dark, Robin? Holy understatements, Batman. <laughs> now, I didn't go see Did you guys go see the Return of the Kid Crusader Fathom event? No, and, I didn't even hear about it. Was, it. It was this week and there was no talk. Like, Nobody. The killing joke. Did anybody go see it? Chat roll. Did anybody see the Return of the Cape Crusaders? I'm going to say it when it comes friends out. I on but... Facebook that saw it and they said it was great. Pack theater. They loved it. But I didn't hear as big a response as the Killing Joke. You know, hey, we got to add another night. Well, it certainly didn't get hated like the Killing Joke, I guess. Well, you know, it's when you mess with people's, you know, uh, cherished uh, material. I think, right, and this I think was they... something that nobody expected. Nobody right. was even asking for it. It was just kind of a nice prize, you know, an evolution of like what they've done recently, like putting that Batman 66 comics out yeah. there, Wonder Woman 77. Uh, so I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. He also did say the new movies. Batman is very full of vengeance and deep seated angst and so on. They're very dark. I'm going to say that's kind of Batman. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say he's still stuck in what he did, and that's fine. Well, like, he thinks what he, he did created, is the be he's all Batman for a generation, just like yeah. Kevin Conroy is Batman for a generation. Adam West is a Batman for a generation, and you can't take that away from the guy. And there's people that love his stuff that hate the other stuff. Sure, They're I mean, just, look, that Batman know, was campy as all hell, and that's it was great. It's for their time. Yes. <laughs> so hey. Yeah, he's still getting work. Stuff. The dude is almost ninety years old. Give him some respect. Yeah. He's, no, he's not. Yes, eighty. He's eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. He's wow. 89, baby. Looks great. Good for him. All right. Uh, lastly, before I think we hit TV time and Roxy, possible future DC animated projects looking like uh, the Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Wonder Woman 77, and Swamp Thing, Gertler. Well, yeah. Well, did you guys hear how this happened, right? Uh, no. People saw the the Fathom event. Right. The Batman. And an exit... When they were exiting, there were people there from WB or whatever with questionnaires saying, which of these would you want next? Okay. And Batman, Ninja Turtles, Swamp Thing, and Wonder Woman 77 were all choices on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they thinking, they're thinking, testing the waters. I think the Batman, Ninja Turtles would be great. Well, you know what's cool is that cool. graphic that we put up there, that the picture that we pulled, yep. that seems to be like the Bruce Tim looking Batman. That's oh, yeah. the new version. They they did two series. They did Batman, Ninja Turtles, six episodes. This is the newest version right. set in the animated universe. That that's the so one this is, I this is say. like volume 2. I would love I saw the art from some of the other versions. I haven't yeah. read any of them, but I mean just don't, don't, doesn't that just make you long to see the Bruce Tim Batman in that's action That's what it is. Again? I'm sure that's what it looks like. I mean, even Definitely. when they did that, what was that thing that they did for Batman 75th a couple of years ago? Strange Days or Strange... Uh... Uh, it was the, the three-minute yeah. Batman thing with all the suits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It really made me long to see yeah. a new Batman the Animated Series looking design again. What are your thoughts about a Swamp Thing, though? you got to be pumped about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm excited to see... Uh, 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 I'm excited to see what they do with Justice League Dark. You know, reintroducing this, he this character. He works better part of a group, I think. It's, it's po- Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I would love to see a Swamp Thing movie, so I, I hope they relaunch him kind of in the animated world here, and then that's going to lead to us seeing him in uh, the movies again with Justice League Dark. I think it's going to happen. What I miss, and they don't do them anymore, uh, is whenever they did the animated films, they always did the DC Showcase, and it was like a 10-minute short film. Remember they had like Jonah Hex, Catwoman... Green Arrow attached to the animated films. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, but you're talking a while back now. A while back, yeah. yeah, before they did the New 52. So I think that was such a good testing ground to see which characters would do well. And Marvel did the live action with their one-shots on their films. They don't do any more. They say it's a cost thing, but I think that sure. was... Like, a, a Swamp Thing would work great as a 10-minute short film, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, so you could do a very, animated feature, you a full animated feature, it's kind of... Well, I don't know. listen, I would like to see it done well. I, I'm a big Swamp Thing fan, so I definitely want to see it see it done because you can do so much with animation that it would sure. be hundreds of millions of dollars to do on a big budget. I don't want it to be like the Swamp Thing animated series that was on in the 90s, yeah. uh, nor do I want it to be like the movies, which uh, have a special place in my heart but are admittedly terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, wanna, I want Swamp Thing to have that Alan Moore flavor, that, that real mystical, yeah. yeah. Very, you know, there was like a whole mysticism to the swamp, right? You know, and there's obviously the message of Swamp Thing is as prescient as ever, you know, with the environment, with with climate change, with uh, you know hurricanes and and and, and record right. temperatures. Sure. The Earth is angry, and Swamp Thing is their representative, and he will eventually, at least, become a short film like Mikey Christmas says. That's no, we'll where see. I'll... We'll see. 
Well, with that said, man, it wasn't a lot of movie news this week, so I guess it was, it was it's time for... It's time for... Oh, boy. Not a live production. Last week we had this stuff. Oh, I wish we were yeah. dancing or singing. I don't know. DC movie news, it's time to talk. Yeah. TV time. Oh. A lot more TV to talk about the movies this week. Because it's actually. hitting. We're breaking down. It's like oh, look who it is. Why don't we what? kick it off hey, with the from crown, Seattle. The Crown Jewel. Is she in Seattle? I yeah. think she is. She'll tell you herself where she is. Well, okay. Let's hear from the Crown Jewel herself, Roxy Stryer. Hello, my favorite DC movie news people. Hi. Um, I'm in Seattle. It's raining outside. I thought everybody was making it up and just kind of like BSing about all the rain, but it's true. She's it's a little backlit. Um, and I'm filming, and I'm sorry I haven't been there for the last two weeks, but I wanted to do a quick, it's time for Rossi Strauss TV oh, time. You know the jingle. Got it. Yeah. Um, so That's here's the deal. Is. I didn't watch Arrow last night because I've been gone in Seattle, but I've seen everything else up to this point, um, starting with Lucifer. I think Lucifer, if you're not watching it, uh, you got to start because it's different than just your typical procedural. Procedural. Uh, it's been awesome. It's been really, really great. And um, I think that that's definitely worth giving it a shot. Okay. The whole mom dynamic is pretty cool, so check that out. Um, he's like, what are you doing? Hello, stranger. Um, I can't wait for iZombie to come back, too, talking about the other series. Flash. Flash, we, I didn't get to talk to you guys about Flashpoint, and now Paradox, the whole thing. Oh my god, oh my god, are you kidding me with all of this stuff going on? Um, I, with Barry and Iris, obviously I'm shipping them so hard, but there's crazy things. I'm glad he just finally came clean about what it was that he did. Uh, people are wondering, is he going to create a fourth timeline? No, we've, we've learned our lesson. Come on, Barry, enough is enough. Uh, I love how it affected uh, Arrow. In the littlest bit, uh-huh. uh, we've got Diggle, who now has a son instead of a daughter. Like, that was cool. the world changed. That actually is a really big deal to Diggle, but not really that big of a deal to any of us. <laughs> I wonder if there will be other changes there. I loved watching Felicity uh, and Barry again. Uh, that was really, really cool. Um, and I definitely think that they're, they've got to the friendship level. People are still shipping them. I get that, you know. But a lot of ships. All a lot of shipping. Right now. Um, talking about... Uh, speaking more about Arrow. No more flashbacks. I'm done. I'm done with the flashbacks. I can't deal. I just really? enough. The Bravda. That's all I'll say but about we're getting Arrow, Dolph Lundgren. Supergirl. Can't wait to get Dolph Lundgren. Oh my God! Did you see Superman? Tyler Holcomb yes. crushed that role. Crushed it. Uh, he looked the part. He acted the part. He was amazing as Clark. He's amazing as Superman. I sure. love watching him and Melissa work together. I think that they make. Quite the team. He was dipping um, into John. I can't wait for more. Did you guys see what Miley Cyrus said about Supergirl? That was really, really uh, weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, but so definitely, uh, I'm going to keep on watching that and not watching The Voice. Like, screw you, Miley. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, that show's good, yeah. too. Okay. Love you guys. Miss you. Have a good show. I mean, just to piggyback off that, what, the All fact right. that Miley Cyrus made news for what she said is so What was it? Dumb. Because she, that's a woman, not a it's, girl. It's so like, dumb and oh. off point. It, she, she misses the whole point. The project is, the character is called Supergirl for years and years and years and years. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. Miley Cyrus completely misses the freaking point and yeah. the boat. She jumped uh, off the plank with that. And for her to actually my make... My head? Oh. If we have to have a, a character called super gender fluid character type person whose sexuality is to be determined at a later time when they decide where they want to identify, just I, then the world has passed me by, yes. and I don't know how to participate anymore without offending anyone. Right. Um, the, I the, think the that's crazy. The world has already passed me by, I, I think, yeah. like two years ago. It's kind of crazy. But, but, I offend everyone when I what talk, Miley so Cyrus I just Cyrus says, this is coming from someone who clearly has oh. never seen any of the DC or Supergirl or Wonder Right. None it's of that in her life. who's somewhat... Has some celebrity she, and she makes saw a, a com- comment. She saw a commercial for Supergirl and was like, "Well, I don't think that's yeah. what it should be called." That's a woman up there. Well, and you know, Kreisberg uh, responded Jesus to that and kind of said that we really dealt with that in the first season. When you remember, Cat Grant has that whole monologue, and yeah. you know, when she basically defends the term "girl," which is cool. Um, um, so, which we could talk about because Roxy covered it. We had the broad strokes. Well, so we one thing I into? wanted to bring up that we kind of forgot to mention talking about Wonder Woman was another thing that Gail Gadot mentioned. I believe it was Gail or Patty Jenkins was that that the tone that they were looking to was the Donner Superman. 
that was what they were looking at as their biggest source of for inspiration for Wonder Woman. Woman. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, I think it was Gail referring to Patty Jenkins saying that that was okay. the gold standard. So it's it's nice to see um, the DC films are like embracing part of the past, and and, and it's relevant because clearly Tyler Hecklin, Hoechlin. Uh, you can um, tell he watched right from the start. I was all on board. A lot of people didn't yeah. like what he was doing. I was like, number one, he's got the very classic look of Superman, and I thought it was a really good choice. Obviously, uh, he's apparently crushing it so far. So, uh, here's the thing that I thought was kind of weird about it. Though, didn't you find it was weird that all these people that are around Supergirl all we the time? Talking, we're talking Supergirl. Now. Let's talk okay. Supergirl. Let's talk Supergirl. All the people that are around Supergirl all the time, like her little friend guy and everyone, like when Superman walks in, they're all falling over themselves. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Because it's Superman. It. But, I mean, Supergirl's just as good. Well, what, what's the big difference? Because he's the man? I, I think I'm now maybe on my Miley's time. I, think, I don't well, know. Okay, I think, you know, this is coming from a guy who I'm catching up on Supergirl. I wanted to give another shot on uh, Netflix now. And I liked it, but now seeing season two... That I, I, I'm on, and I, I think the changes worked. Like, I never liked that the DEO was in like this underground cave, and it had like stalactites that looked like it was part right. of a high school play. But now they walk into this office, like you had this here the whole time. Like, yeah, we've got lots of these offices, and it was just because they're in Vancouver now. Yep. They had to build different sets. I think, but but with the, to Superman now, you guys are out there in chat probably answers. How long has Superman been around? Before season one, episode one of Supergirl. Okay, you have to assume at least a dozen years or so. So he's been yeah. Superman. He is A long Superman. time, yeah. And because they even make a comment on his aging, aging slowly, right, they right, refer right. to that. All right, so I see where you're going with so that. So that he's got the history of 12 years where yeah, she's right. been around a year. Yep, right. You know, and he's already doing these super things. And she's kind of like second fiddle. Not to take anything away from how great she is. But it's Superman. It's, yeah. it's tough to live in his shadow. Which and the characters—that's that's the lore of the comics. Everyone lives in the shadow of Superman. Yeah. He's a Batman who's kind of like, I'll never be this guy. He's he's got the legend. You know, I, I did also think that there was a little bit of a. This wasn't the Superman that I imagined based on the first season, based on how they referred to him. But I'm okay with that. Now is it because and this is why he just seems so much closer in age to her. Yes, and, not, and, and because to be yeah. like because it's so much lighter, forty-year-old. It's Superman. such the Demetric opposite of the Man of Steel take. I, I yes. felt like because he never appeared in the first season, there was a certain gravitas <laughs> to it, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. he doesn't seem super. You know, he seems more like they're joking around with each other. It's lighter, so I think that's fine. I think that they didn't know that they were doing Superman in right. the second season, but it definitely seems but not like the Superman. He was great, you bring up a great oh point gosh, though. He was good. Um, Hoagland is 29 years old and Melissa Benoist is 28 years old. So, yeah. Uh, see, yeah. But but they yeah. said that it was the thing was like she was older than him on Krypton, mm. but her but pod then got her damaged. pod got delayed. So she showed up when he was already grown up, and she was like seven. So some people are saying over 20 years, 24 years. Right. So maybe it's more than a dozen years. But I'm just I, saying it's the way they were casting. I think he's yeah. great. But if they would have casted an older actor, sure. someone in their 40s. You know, it would have given a different dynamic. But I, I, I think everyone he he silenced people that were you know not part of it, yeah, or not on board with him. I think he, I, I I what sucks now is I don't think he's going to be around very much. No, like I, I don't think the actor has signed out for more than a couple I episodes. Think he's I don't think three they're, or four. Maybe I want him to be the whole season though. I don't think he is. From what I was told, it it, it was like yeah, you can have Superman for a couple of episodes. I think that's what it is. They're yeah. not. Committing to letting them use Superman and, like every episode. And to fair of the, the producer and the team, it is her show. She should be the star. It should not be, hey, he comes in and now it's his show. You know, this was uh, uh, like, it, it broke a lot of ratings for CW. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Okay. It is Big the one. highest ratings they've had in eight years in that time slot. It drew over three million viewers. So apparently, CW, pretty good decision of bringing it over. Yeah, it was. I see some people in the chat are saying uh, he doesn't quite have the weight of Henry Cavill as Superman. I certainly agree with that. I mean, it did feel Here, okay, a little bit like Superman light after well, being exposed to and here's the thing a that, guy who looks the part. And again, with the age for me, when he sat there next to Jimmy Olsen, then two talking and handshake, I was like, no, Superman's, he's older. He's got to be yeah. bigger and older than Jimmy. And this guy, it's that, the yeah. Jimmy-Superman dynamic doesn't work for Here's me another thing. Just to put Henry Cavill in perspective, this guy, Tyler Hecklin, he's in amazing shape. Yeah. The guy is a, not a small guy, but Henry Cavill is drawn off the page. He does not now, exist. Now, see, to me, if we had Cavill and Tyler together, that's Superman and Superboy, and it'd be perfect to do it. No, that's not a, a dig at him. I think their two body types and their age ways, 
it would just give that There's dynamic. There's not that big of an age difference, though. Right, so, yeah. But Cavill yeah. just looks older. Sure. He's just got that older vibe about him. Well, yeah, uh, so Supergirl broke records. Great debut for the CW. Jimmy Olsen also is now the Guardian. And, uh, and I, I'm of two minds of this, because I don't know if you guys remember this. When I first came on the show, you guys asked me, if I was in DC Universe, what character would I want to be? And the character I said was the Guardian. Mm-hmm. It was a character named Jim Harper, who is in part of in Metropolis. So they are now going James Olsen with it. The yep. costume is completely different. It doesn't have the, the yellow and not, blue and look. Gold black. Not even now he was played by a character. Uh, he was African American on Young Justice for the second season. Yeah. He started off as Jim Harper, but then became Mal Duncan. So there is the precedence of that with the race changing. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because this seems like a Laurel Lance. Like, let's put someone that has no training. Oh, into this is being a vigilante. this is Berlanti versus business as usual. If like, you're around long enough, you're going to be in the fight. There's no uh, reason. There's no way that Jimmy Olsen was not going to suit up and become a vigilante. But, or, but, but, but why? Why? Like, I hope there's a good reason. I think that's the only way. I'm with you. I think it's silly. But if they can excuse it, and 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 you know what it made me think of was like. The old Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen comics, where like Jimmy Olsen was off on all kinds of adventures. And it seems like that Turtle Boy. He became like a turtle. Of course, he was Turtle Boy. He was. He was. uh, He was. uh, He was Dolphin Man. I think once Uh, he's been a a flying terrarium at another point. Yeah, he's done a lot of different things. Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal. He is now going to be the Guardian. And also, let's get to the photo where. But I'm glad Superman. the character's coming on. I'm, yeah. I, and I like the actor, so I'm, I'm a I'm Do you think excited. he's going to like throw the shield Captain America style? I don't think he ever did that in the uh, comics. Is that something that he avoids? You know, because he was created tried. by the same people that created Captain America. No, he was not. That's yes, that's true. You're giving false information to our No, 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 that's true. There. In 1942, the Guardian was created by uh, Simon and Kirby. Oh, I thought you meant in the comic universe. You meant the real people. No, no, no. The oh, real okay. creators Thank who you. created Captain I thought America. You meant, like that he was part of the rebirth problem. No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. My no, head no. was gonna explode there. No, it was the real creators who like who had one idea gotcha. that they just got Kirby. to redo again. Yeah, yeah. Kirby and Simon. Okay. All right. And comic facts, guys. Comic well, facts. Well, just about lastly here. Uh, no, no, no. Now we got a couple more shows to talk about, right? Yeah, we're yeah. done. Done with Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, the crisis tease. Is just a shout out to the economy. Oh, this picture right here in the upcoming uh, stuff that's going on. This is. That hasn't happened yet, right? No. Okay, because I saw that and I was just like, I don't remember that in the episode. But this was the cover of of Crisis on Infinite Earths, right? In the 80s, yes. The original. Yes. This is the original uh, crossover event that gave DC Comics. A concise continuity akin to its rival, Marvel. Because at the time... There was everywhere. DC has historically been everywhere. Like, what well, we, we were just kidding, but talking about, like, the Superman's pal stuff. You know, Lois and Clark. Like, there, there's been a history, world's finest. Like, they had a million different continuities going on. And they tried to bring it together uh, in the famous crisis. And then, and then there's been other crises. And then flashpoints mm, yeah. and things like that. And now... We refer to the multiverse and all this kind of stuff, but it really all started with Crisis. Yeah, that was it. That was the first big, hey, our universe is a mess. We've got to clean it up. So do you guys think that they're going to do something like this to get her into the Arrowverse? Because I've heard that that's not going to happen. Are they going to actually kill her in her world? They're teasing how they're going to fold into the Arrowverse. So I don't know. Uh, I think this is just kind of a nice another nod. Like There were so many nods in that first Supergirl episode to the Donner film. Miss Tessmacher. Miss Tessmacher. like. Where he's like, now if you would have, you know, There's saved art- the fault line, how did you know to go to that fault line? I was like, that was pretty awesome. There's an article here uh, from comicbook.com, over 25 Easter eggs you may right. have missed in the adventure yeah, yeah. of Supergirl. I mean, everything from, you get a brief glimpse of the uh, the Midvale newspaper, you get, like you said, Miss Tessmacher. Right. Um, let's see. The fault line that he just mentioned. Uh, yeah. Great Caesar's Ghost. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that. That's a, that's very intelligent. I like that they kind of embrace that, and no, it doesn't mean that it's in the exact same continuity as those right, worlds. But right, it's just a wink in the nudge. Clark Kent ripping off the clothes, bam, jumping right. That in. is always good to see. I will say that. Where did the fog come from in that alleyway, though? By the way, when he comes what? running through to pull off the shirt, there's just fog in that alley. That's always uh, exhaust, uh, steam okay, coming from shops. Yeah, I think every alley on I Earth. I think a building has, was on fire right there. I think every alley, but uh, it looked cool. Every alley has fog. <laughs> it looked cool, right? Uh, yeah, but so uh, where are we on far as what other shows? Uh, what other shows? What do you want to well, talk hey, about, guys? Uh, just to fill you in, uh, there yeah. was an interview with Andrew Kreisberg, uh, who said uh, this week uh, not uh, regarding Supergirl's world crossing over to the Arrowverse. 
not for her entire world, but Carol will be traveling from her dimension to our mm, dimension. Okay. Uh, okay, so she's going to be making the trip. So there it seems go. like there's no plans to actually combine the universe. Okay, well, speaking of crossing over, let's talk about Flash then. Roxy gave her thoughts. Yep. Um, yep. I thought this was the best episode yet. What was the second episode in? Of the entire I liked season it the first or one, the entire yeah. series? The entire season. Okay. Uh, meaning out of the two episodes we've seen so far. I, I liked it. Uh, I also like the fact that uh, they have to live with this new status quo. They made some harsh choices, like killing Cisco's yeah. brother. Oh, spoilers! Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry, if you're watching so, the UK. UK people. I'm so sorry. Hopefully you figured it out you right You might want to earmuff this. Um, yeah, what do you think? I mean, they gave some new status quos and like said that we're not going to mess with the timeline again. You can't fix it again. Mm-hmm. There was that fun scene with yeah. uh, Jay Garrick in him. Jay Garrick pulled him out of the time. Frame. It's interesting. I... Uh... Yeah, well, he's been, he messes the time stream a lot. He, he causes a lot of problems. So, uh, you know, I, time travel is always such a tough, touchy subject uh, it, to, with what rules you have and whatnot. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still I'm still behind. I've not seen the okay. fence about Did right you now. see it? You saw yeah, this yeah. I'm a little on the little fence still about. The first episode didn't really wow me either, so I'm kind mm, of yeah. But I like the second one more. Yeah, uh, I also like the scene with Felicity. Except when she was just like, "Go fix it." It was like you went to like go get 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 some help from her. She's like, "All right, we'll just go fix it." I'm still kind of hung up on the fact that they called it Flashpoint, and then like kind of fix him and her scene was kind of uh, similar to uh, Barry and Bruce in the Batcave when he brings the letter from his father. They were very similar to that, right? For for me, what it was going for, and and yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Arrow, was, Arrow was really good. Arrow's been good. Two for the two on Arrow. I know Rox is not a big fan of the flashbacks, but I'm, I think this is the last year of them because they said it's a five-year... He was on the island. They said he was gone for five years, yeah. so this is going to be it. I, li- I like the Dolph way Lundgren, that, I like so. the way they were doing like it was two separate flashbacks because you had the Diggle yeah. flashbacks and then you had the Russia and I liked the editing I love how it was cutting I think the fight choreography has been awesome this year I thought yeah, Ragman was really good yeah I liked I, I didn't I thought Ragman was going to be a bad guy I didn't really realize Ragman was part of the team I, I actually like Wild Dog a lot I didn't think Ragman was popping up this soon so I'm, I'm I have a character corner set up to go but I was not ready to go for it because I didn't think he was coming what, in yet. what did you think of how they used him he's always been. It's been a weird character for me, but I always kind of viewed him as a good guy. He went a little mythical, mystical in the comics, but I always kind of liked the younger version, which is what they went with with this guy. Um, so I'm interested. And what do you think mm-hmm. of Wild Dog? I like him. I, I think it's such. A I cool think character. the actor's doing a good job. I, I, I like uh, I like the character too. I love the whole get on the line and, and the flashing back to Russia. Yeah, it's always a big. It's funny you say that. Uh, Rick Gonzalez actually was quoted this week saying, Wild Dog will be in the crossover and is a huge dislike for metahumans. Because he's, he's a big Superman guy. That's where he came from, was the Superman world. Oh, mm-hmm. right. What was he? Was he... Uh... Superman's kind of... They, all these characters from Superman, Guardian, Wild Dog, Vigilante, yeah. who's coming I out I always Arrow. get Guardian mixed up with, with Gangbuster. Oh my gosh. They got the brown helmet and the yes. nunchucks and he had like but, the no the fist with the right. But, but you remember when he's, Superman sure became Gangbuster? Yes, I'm sure Gangbuster, Gangbuster, Guardian, Vigilante, and Watchdog. Those four from the Superman world are always kind of like they just right, needed like a Batman type character. You remember, okay, my favorite. I love when Superman was Gangbuster. going out and he became Gangbuster at night, like like Spidey in the black costume Gangbuster. going out. It. It's an amazing Gangbuster. Name. Great Listen, shot. guys, gangs were a big problem in, in, the, in the early '90s and, and the '80s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And Andrew Kreisberg, lastly, uh, Zach already just mentioned it, talking about the crossover. His quote is, I think some people like Barry already know her, so Barry's completely cool with her. I think some people are instantly charmed by her. I think Sarah's got a little crush on her. Then he went up to say a couple of the things. But um, Arrow is not. Arrow kind of stays off his own. Like, he, he made it feel like Arrow doesn't trust the metahuman as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, he keeps his distance, and Kara comments, does he not like me? And Barry's like, no, that's kind of how he treats everybody. So... Very interesting. Very, Very interesting. What about uh, Gotham? Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Okay, Gotham this week. I'm going to eventually catch up on all of Gotham because it's, it's all okay. on Netflix. I will give it a fifth chance because I don't want to <laughs> give up on it. I don't. But every time I read a review or I read like a little synopsis, it's always like it's in the territory of so bad it's good. Yeah, and I hate that kind yeah, of. I mean, I. I I've, hate that that backhanded compliment is like, why should I watch something because it's so bad it. it's good? I've enjoyed it. I, obviously, I'm a couple episodes behind now, but I've enjoyed it up until the break. The world, one thing I will say, about, and I've always said about that show, compared to the Arrow universe, which, you know, our limited budget, Gotham shoots in New York, 
and yeah. it looks spectacular. Yes. For no, a TV it does show, look, it does look uh, their more production expensive. design, like. It's if you could take the costume designer from the Arrow CW shows and put them with a production designer of Gotham, mm-hmm. put them together. That's a great show. I also really, really, who's grown on me a lot is uh, is uh, the guy who plays Alfred. He, oh yeah, he, he's you know, great. You know, it's like ever since we had him, and then we had um, Alfred from BVS, uh, uh, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. I am now more akin to that kind of hands-on Alfred. Yeah. Yes. I watched Michael Go recently, and then uh, Michael Keaton, too, and I'm like, I really like the kind of. And the alpha that could have been Batman at one point. Gets like, yeah. I yeah. like that now. So you know, seeing uh, well, then you I, would be a big fan of the Batman '66 episode where Alfred actually had to dress up as nope. Batman, nope. and he used a voice modulator so he nope. would sound like him. No, nope. yes, he no. did. No, maybe not quite. <laughs> nope. Well, with that said, it's time to wrap it up. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com/slash DC Movies SK. Roxy Stryer, follow her at Roxy Stryer. Tell her that you miss her. She's a t- Screen Junkies TV fights. That's right. TV she's got Flash and Friends. Flash and Friends, and she's, she's doing... working on something now. I don't want to speak for herself. She can tell you about it. Whatever she's doing in Seattle. So with that said, Mikey Christmas, put yourself over. Uh, I'm at Mikey Christmas. Got Character Corner. We got new ones shooting out now. We're going to be doing those. Hopefully, getting them to you guys every week. Uh, it's been my bad that we've been kind of getting behind on those, uh, but we're going to get those going for you. Also, a big shout out for you guys that told me to play it, but didn't tell me. The Telltale Batman game is phenomenal. Mm. I'm finally on board. So much fun. I'm into episode one. Loving it. Thanks, guys, it's for so the much fun. That finally getting me on board, and I'm rocking that out. I love it. Thanks, guys. Gert. Um, I don't understand. If he's is an Aquaman, shouldn't he be called an Aqua person? Shouldn't he have tentacles like an octopus and speak? Well, Godfather. Shouldn't he talk like this? Godfather. It's not about that. It's about it's it's the way the character was always called. It's, no, it, but we don't have to change. I think I think uh, deep sea people and Atlanteans are gender fluid. But I think you just what? need to hear me out here. It makes I, no I, sense. It's nothing offensive. No disrespect, Godfather. Okay, you can find me at Adam Gertler. We'll talk about this further. <laughs> uh, at Jay Quasto, I'm headlining the Bray improv next wednesday and then we're doing a blood drive at fountain valley regional hospital in orange county so if you're near orange county please come out and support and houston texas i will be at the joke joint uh november 4th and 5th so if you're around houston texas come out and see me otherwise uh wrestling a padre slamcast every week on fox sports so much good stuff happening with that said we love you guys so, so much thank you zach in the ones and twos in the booth we'll see you next week y'all peace let those yeah. who worship evil's might beware my power from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. There'll be a god to them. <laughs>